the young Jamie. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite farmer. <laughs> you're, hey. my, you're my favorite farmer. I'm your favorite farmer. Yeah, Excellent. I don't know that many of them, but you're number one. All right. <laughs> I have a feeling that I don't quite farm the things you would rather use. What do you mean, like marijuana? Is that what you're trying to say? I, I wasn't going to say it, but if you're going to bring it up. I love wine, dude. You make fucking killer wine. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan of your wine. So Excellent. There you go. I have to, I've yet to try your food, but I want to. I didn't even know what an Osteria was until I talked to you. See? I didn't know. Or that use falcons to kill birds in your That vineyard. fucking thing you sent me is dope as fuck. Yeah. So you have hired falcon. You hired a, a person and yeah. a couple that raises falcons to kill pigeons that are fucking with oh, your no, food. Uh, starlings, sparrows, anything, anything. anything that's messing with the grapes. They have the, these falcons come through. And, and the thing is, the collective birds in the area will have a memory of that. So like if you, oh. <laughs> if you have this hawk come through the, the vineyard and they just pulverize and there's feathers everywhere that the community of birds kind of go oh i don't think we should go this way we should go that way the cage with the feathers everywhere and then the pigeons (laughs) on the other side is like what yeah that's a snack i was in venice recently last week i'm still jet lagged i'm completely fucked i haven't slept solid in five whole days my body does not know what's going on. I'll go to sleep completely exhausted, and I'll wake up two hours later feeling yeah. like shit, and I can't go back to sleep. Right. But when I was in Venice, um, there was a guy with a falcon. He, he had a falcon with him. And, and I was like, why does this guy have a falcon? And then the fucking pigeons come in like crazy. And when the guy's there with the falcon, the, the pigeons just ghost. They're gone. They take off. So this guy stands there by the dock in Venice as the gondoliers pull up. And uh, he's just got this falcon just sitting there to, so that the people can eat their food. The pigeons are insanely aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a ridiculous place. Until they see. They see that falcon. Done. Fuck this. Yes. Yeah. You ever see videos online where um, the Mongols use, uh, they use eagles, golden eagles, to hunt for wolves? Come on. Dude, it's wild. An eagle, which weighs like, what, 15, 20 pounds? They fuck wolves up. They swoop. These wolves are just running for their life as death swarms down from the sky. We were going to use the uh, drone to get some footage of the falcons, and we're like, She's like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. And I'm like, yeah, because the, the blades. He goes, no, 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 your drone, because the falcons will go full force into your drone and destroy it. So whatever you paid for it, try going to your insurance company and going, hey, my drone broke. What did you do? Flew near a falcon. They're going to go, yeah, good luck. Well, perigen falcons, <laughs> don't they go like yeah. 200 miles an hour? Yeah. They're the fastest animal on the planet. Boom. F- fuck what? <laughs> 200 miles an hour? Yeah, destroy your drone. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. What do you got? Oh, this is the Mongols. So look, these dudes run. The wolves are running away. The wolves know the fucking drill too, man. And this eagle just comes down and jacks the wolf. And that's how they skin these wolves. Look at that. Two of them. Boom. Good God. Yeah, they are death from the sky. And these guys raise them. And then they wear the wolf hat. Yeah, they wool the the skin, the furs, everything. But it's just... So that's it. What are we talking about? What, whatever you want to talk about, fella. Right. I hear you got some news. Yeah. So I figured, I know there's a lot of, uh, there's probably some Tool fans that will probably tune into this specifically to hear some news. Yeah. So rather than being a dick and waiting to the end to tell them, I probably we should probably tell them up front. Are you like softening in your age? No, not at all. Going? I just care. I just, I care about 
the, as long as things have taken for us because we're a very difficult band. We're very mm. stubborn and we're, you know, we're kind of ignorant to what goes on in the rest of the world. And so people are like, guys, come on, guys. Uh, and, you know, I mean, to their credit, like we did the whole Betamax thing didn't work for us and neither did uh, LaserDisc. So we have this new thing called digital media and streaming. We're going to try it out. You're going to stream It's a new stuff? thing. It's a new thing, streaming. Uh, so iTunes, you can just Amazon. get it? Oh, like Spotify? That kind yeah. of deal? Yeah, you heard mm. of it? Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. brand new. It's brand new. Yeah, it like works on your phone or something. To us, it's brand new. What are you doing with it? Uh, we're going to put some songs on it. Oh, so you can listen yes. when you're not even like plugged in anything? Correct. Wow. So here's what I'm going to do now, because this is, by the time this actually airs, this will have already happened, but you're filming me doing it. Right. You're going to upload a I'm gonna, tweet. I'm going to do a thing. Let I'm a, everybody I'm a, know. I'm a, I'm a tweaker. Do you have it prepared and everything? Not really. So you, you're doing this because your fans, which are very rabid, you have rabid fans. The Tool fans are particularly enthusiastic. They're pretty, they're pretty aggressive. They, yeah. Well, it's because you guys are awesome. Thank you. You fucked up. You made an awesome band. You got some radical fans. <laughs> okay. So uh, when this if you release Friday. this podcast, the idea was that if you set it on the podcast without letting them know first. Yeah. They, they deserve to hear first. They've been oh. very patient with us. Yeah. Very patient. Oh. So okay. this Friday, August 2nd. Dum, dum, dum. The catalog. <sighs> the I'm whole catalog. Catalog. Goes up on Napster. On Napster, <laughs> are you familiar with Napster? I've heard of it. It's great. That Lars guy's really uh, upset about it. Yes, you should talk to Lars about this. He's got a whole thing. He's going to try to figure out figure out how to undermine them. Yeah, he's going to stop it in its tracks. Catalog goes up on all digital and streaming. He's doing this on his phone right now as we're talking. Streaming. So up until this time, Matts. You never have had anything up and available. No. You're like, what's his name? Garth Brooks? Yeah, he doesn't have anything up either. No comment. <laughs> Garth Brooks doesn't, he, he just wants his, but it's kind of like a good artistic choice. He doesn't want his stuff to be broken up into songs. He wants you to download or to buy his entire CD because he feels like there's a correct order for his songs. He says that? That's what he says. Wow. Yeah. We, we tried to we tried that one before and people <laughs> were like no no we want you to hear our whole album as, as you know in sequence and people are like like you play them live and like oh yeah we, I, we've never played the right. whole album straight start <laughs> to finish but so of course like, oh. I'm not the guy that said no no we want you to hear it. yeah cause that's because that would be an absolute right. <laughs> lie yeah yeah Garth Brooks has some weird things of course uh, Garth Brooks is being Currently harassed. And, and away we go. By Tom Segura. So and it's up. Go. There That's you go. up there. Beautiful. It's out there in the ether. It's out there in the ether. So why have you guys not had anything on streaming up until this moment? I, yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> I love my brothers. I'm just going to take the fifth on that one. Okay. So there was some um, sort of internal do- discussion. Or or no discussion. Or no discussion. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. The, the typical tool time of like, what? Was, there was a meeting? Mm. Mm. Well, uh, again, this is what you get with great artists. You don't get great artists who are also the best promoters. Correct. The, pr- the ones who are the best promoters, usually they're not the best artists. Here's, what, here's also what we're going to do today. You got, you're doing another thing? Is this like one yeah. of them late night things where you're selling knives? Oh, yeah. Extra? Yeah, do you want a knife? Because I sell them. <laughs> they also have some old stock in beta. <laughs> and Samurai swords and shit. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I'm going to announce the name of the new album. Ooh. You like that? Yeah, you're doing it on your phone first. Fear of a Black Planet? And <laughs> Fear of a Black Planet. Uh, that sounds fear catchy. Inoculum. Yeah, fear a white inoculum. guy spinning on an album called Fear of a Black Planet <laughs> would fucking really go over well. And yeah, that would uh, be the least woke thing you could do in yeah, 2019. Yeah, Cowboy would buy the first copy. Uh, fear Inoculum is the name of the album. Uh-huh. Fear Inoculum. Who'd and you say would buy the first album? I'm not going to say that again. I didn't hear what you said. I might have said Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy uh, Cerrone? Yeah. Why uh, would you say that? I don't know, because he wears that cowboy hat, and I just assumed that. He's got know. a lot of black friends. Does he? You're out of line. I'm totally he out of line. He trains with all these black guys. So now he's going to be mad at me. Oh, now i got to apologize to him. you're joking. He probably okay. won't hear this. All right. He's probably too busy jumping a jet ski over a bridge. I'm just jealous of, of his hat, so... August 30th. You can get one of them hats. You got some money. You got a hat of your own. Yes, I do. It's like a Sinatra hat. It's, uh, that's if some, you weren't so cool, some, that would be a douchebag hat. That's some Breaking Bad yeah. shit right there. I like it. You like that? I like it on you. I like it on you. It looks good on you. It does. Yeah. There's there's things that people... Like, you could pull off one of those uh, buckskin pioneer jackets with the fray. You could pull... You know, they have the... What is that stuff called? The tassels that, that hang down from the size of the jacket? And away we go. And away we go. Yeah. You put it just, on Instagram as well. We've huh? just... I just put it on Instagram You're a mad first. Man. We'll get it on Twitter in a minute because I got more important things now to Now people about. will shut the fuck up. They'll leave you alone. I like that little setup, too, that you got there with the laptop slash iPad. I didn't know that they made that kind of a case that doubles as a keyboard. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah. Look at you. All right. Farmers with technology. Right. Beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. So how's the wine business? Uh, it's good. Uh, we're a little late this year. Um, things are about two weeks behind. So I wanted to ask you this because this is something that, like a lot of people that are dealing with in the Arizona area, that you guys had a lot of rain, right? Yeah. 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 So I know like hunters and people that are like into the wildlife and everything that are really excited about this fall because there's so much moisture. It's like they think the animal populations would be very healthy. Uh Yes, and I mean it, it's you know with anything there's there's always going to be both sides of that. Mm-hmm. With with extra rain in the spring, comes extra foliage, extra ground cover, extra grass. Right, and they fuck um, with the root systems. No, then it uh, then there's extra fires because oh. then when the rain dries up, you have all of this course. extra fuel. Yeah, uh, so fires. There's probably you get gonna, a lot of those. Probably going to be a pretty intense fire season. I've been evacuated three times. Yeah. I got evacuated in October. It came real close. Burnt three houses right in front of us. We we were in the epicenter of that Woosley fire. Oh, God. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty crazy. It's, it's But, you know, it sucks and it's terrible. But if you live through it, the thing that it, it lets you know is you're not your shit. You're not your stuff. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. When we left... You know, we had to wake our kids up at two o'clock in the morning, and I said to my wife, "I'm like, you know, so we're fine. We got. I'm just grabbing my laptop and some fucking underwear. You know, right. you go to the store and buy new pants, and like, if you lose all your stuff, you're alive. The only thing I know, I make sure I know where it's at, is the is the photo album of yeah. old photos that I haven't scanned or whatever right. on my cloud or whatever. Got the photo album and the dogs, and then remember to grab the family. Yeah, remember that. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like natural there's something crazy but that's one of the things that i really do miss about uh living on the east coast with the horrible winters is that there's something comforting in the brutal force of nature that just forces you to recognize that you are helpless mm. you're helpless to the blizzard yeah michigan i remember you know the drifts on the side of the road 
Fuck. Five feet, ten feet. Yeah, it's crazy. You still make it. You still make your way to school. You get there. Yeah. You get there. But it's, there's something about pe- people are so fucking cool when it when it's really snowy. Like everybody's more humble. They're like, oh shit. It's like it puts you in your place. Yeah, it's good. Yes. We we talked a while ago. We were just talking about this this idea of this uh, sit down. Remember, I kind of talked about that a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to like how to do this. And of course, I'm so busy. Everything that uh, with what I got going on, I I would never be able to pull this off. I would never be like, hey, I'm going to be the executive producer on this idea that I had. Right. Um, so I thought this might be a good forum to go. Hey, you and I t-ball it up to go. Somebody run with this because I think it. I think it's something that needs to happen, and we can take about five minutes to riff on what it shouldn't be okay right because i think that's really the that's kind of what it uh what it comes down to is trying to make sure that we're not it just doesn't turn into some other clickbait reality tv show right right because that's not really the point of it so what are you thinking okay well you and i were discussing there's like all this stuff going on in the world everybody's divided and, and freaking out and and uh going down the the dopamine rabbit hole of uh of you know clickbait and we can talk about that mm. um I feel like the polarization of everybody, everybody has a position. They're taking up the stance mm-hmm. and this cause. Um, and you know, I get that. To, to feel connected, to feel like you're part of a movement to uh, for injustice or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I completely get that you need to do that. But I think at some point when you start fighting with your neighbor, you start to kind of lose connection. And I think these things, man, these are just, they're a poison uh, in terms of dividing people and and forgetting they have these conversations uh openly so the concept we're like we're gonna lay it out the idea is that we find six different people from completely different backgrounds that have a very strong feeling about something that they feel strongly about just something whatever it is um and we get them on camera or in writing whatever they state that they state their position and the idea is to get these people together with each other and not find, not talk about what they don't agree on. Find the things they agree on and just build on the things that they can agree on. Mm. And then at the end of it, we go back and make sure we re-interview them. And the, the, inter- the way that they went into the thing, whatever their statement was about who they are, doesn't change. They, they believe what they believe, but in that, without compromising the core of who they are, they end up finding in somebody else an agree-to-disagree position where they can actually talk to each other and find out what they do like. No, I, th- I feel like one-on-one in person with no one around, people are much more likely to have those things. Mm-hmm. The real problem is when it's being projected to the world and you're looking for likes and you're looking for people oh. to agree, you're looking for support, and that's one of the really toxic things about the phones and social media is that everybody's playing for likes and the virtue signaling and the throwing up the the flag of of, of righteousness. It's, right. it's so common. And I, I'm just talking to a friend of mine. She's uh, working with a young woman doing a, a research paper on the very thing, and she kind of handed me some some research uh, that kind of I kind of suspected, and I was like, "What about this, this, and this?" And kind of not not off topic but kind of on topic uh the purpose when oxycontin first came out was that they discovered in that drug 
something that interrupted and helped fix people who were, you know, meth, heroin addicts. It was helping them get sober and getting off the heroin because it replaced that feeling that they were getting, the dopamine womb-like feeling, mm. uh, that escapist thing uh, that they were getting from heroin. So they would get, you know, use the Oxycontin. <laughs> the problem is that unless you cut your hands off, you can't, you're going to take another one. Somebody, right. <laughs> you know, so you just replace the heroin with another thing that's like the dopamine dump. Um, and this is, they're now finding that that whole process of likes and, uh, uh, you know, validating or not validating, you know, then you get depressed because nobody likes your post and you're constantly looking like a rat, you know, basically the analogy of the, of the rat in the aquarium that's keeps hitting the cocaine button. Yeah. It's the same thing. It affects the same part of your brain. Um, and they're finding there's that absolute connection. So if you can't go 10 minutes without looking at your phone, you are an addict. You yes. have to understand that the actual chemical reaction in your body to the, to the charge you get on that and the fact that it's fed by adjusted titles, whatever the headline is, if that's not getting it, they adjust the headline to see if it gets you now. And then you click on it, go, oh, that's the one. And then they adjust that one. And it's the, it's the rat hitting the cocaine button. Well, I'm glad you used that analogy because one of the things they found out about that, because some biologists didn't like the, they didn't, didn't jive with them, the rats with the cocaine. So then they thought about the environment that the rats lived in. And they said, well, let's look at this environment because these rats are in a cage. This is a very unnatural environment. There's lights on. There's people staring at them. So instead, they put rats in a very rat-like environment, woody and grass and trees and in a natural rat world. Yep. Guess what? Rats didn't fuck with the coke. They left it alone. Right. They only hit the coke when they were just destroyed, like their life right. was top turned upside down and they're living in this completely unnatural environment they're living in prison so right. when you're in prison you'll do the coke but when they were in a very natural world they didn't find it attractive at all okay so on that note i would suggest i just the people who have now have read those things that i put up about the new album and everything so i'm gonna request i'm gonna beg people who have seen it now i'm not sure where this is going live it's just going you know tonight it's going to go up a couple hours go tomorrow now. okay great I'm going to beg as a favor to you and to me uh, for people who read that news and are excited about that news to do us all a favor. Turn your fucking phone off. Turn your computer off. Turn your TV off. Go for a long walk. Just go for a long walk somewhere, even if it's in the mall or whatever. Just go somewhere else. Go out. Go talk to a stranger and just find out something about them, no matter what it is. Just go talk to somebody. Just get go out of your house and go have a conversation with somebody. You're going to get people stabbed. Yeah, probably. Um, please go don't talk and, to and, a stranger. And, uh, unless they have a knife. And do not talk to them because they have a knife. Uh, did I, did that, does that cover the lawyers if I say yes. that? Uh, yeah, you don't want anybody to do Do not approach do violent, illegal. unstable people. Don't do anything dangerous. Yeah, don't do anything dangerous, but just go out. Just just go out for a walk. Uh, yeah, you have a family. You have young ones mm -hmm. do you uh how do you approach that with the kids well you can see you can see the the fight and the fury and the crazy the crazy meltdowns that we have with our five-year-old when we're saying it's time to come to dinner put your ipad down right and it's an absolute 
fucking meltdown. <laughs> and it's f- insane. Yeah. And when we actually get it away from her and we take her away and, go, and we have to explain, honey, this thing is not your family. We're your family. This thing doesn't care about you. The stuff on the other end of this thing doesn't care about you. We care about you. She let's playing go, games? Let's go get the ducks. And we'll go get the ducks. And then within five minutes, she's forgotten about the iPad. Because she's playing with ducks. And she's playing with ducks. Right. We're in the, you know, we're in the aviary with the finches, and mm-hmm. we're out checking the wine. We're checking the ferments. Or she comes down while we're trying to record music, and she's, like, sitting on the bed listening to what we're doing. Mm. She's involved in doing things, and she forgets about this. And you can forget about this. I'm telling you, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. <laughs> I use it for, you know, I use it for business, but I try, I got caught up for a while there. I would like find a video game on my phone. Like, oh, I'm going to play this video game. Before I know I've like spent like 500 bucks and in, in the in-app <laughs> purchases and shit. And like, wait a minute, I'm doing the exact same things that I did when I first started the game. It's no different. I just need better armor. Those and I got to buy the uh, armor. Those in-app purchases of the devil. Yeah. So I delete, you know, I delete those things. You just get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. You can't, it's, it's something you don't, people don't realize how, and you've probably heard it with a bunch of people in here saying the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's rewiring the way that we think and the way we behave. Yes. Um, and the only way to un, undo that or get away from it is to literally turn it off or unplug. Just mm-hmm. walk away, go do something. Well, I know so many people that have switched to uh, flip phones, a bunch of them. They're just like they have drug dealers. No, Joe, comics mostly. Oh. <laughs> they they have a flip phone to make calls, so someone can so reach drug them. dealers. No, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they keep like a computer for the other stuff or an iPad. Like Ari, my friend Ari, he he he'll you can call him on his flip phone. He'll, he'll talk to you, but if you text him, you're making him do that fucking thumb thing that we used to have to do. He where you hates you. Four times to get an S. You end up being a part of a bit. Yeah, you're a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and so he doesn't have any apps. There's none of that. But he'll do like Instagram and Twitter and shit on his iPad. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's the only way he does it. Yeah. That so makes sense. It does make sense. It's like for him, too, He's he just recognizes that he can't he'll if he starts getting on it he'll he'll be on it for seven eight hours and right. he'll be furious at himself like what the fuck have i done and i've done the same thing i mean even though i've got three bands and three wineries and a restaurant and all those things i still waste i end up wasting time on these things yeah. and i could get i could get more done if i didn't have these things in my way do you read comments I try not to, yeah, because <laughs> well, just because people are just you know they're just they they need to have a voice and they need mm-hmm. to be identified and they just there are a lot of mean spirited things out there and I feel like the world we're living in right now there's so much back and forth and there's so much posturing and there's so much disconnected 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 behavior that you we really just need people to reconnect with yeah. their loved ones, especially in your community. Because as things are progressing in the world, the, the population and climate change, which I believe are, there's some stuff coming, you need to connect with people. You really need to figure things out. Do you out. think the shit's going to hit the fan? Yeah, I do. Ooh. Yeah. When? How much time we have? Where should we uh, go? Well, I, mean, I thought you had some connection with these I'm going to go too. north. Okay. I'm going to go to some wooded area. All right. Well, you'll be fine. Um, I think the, the move is- I don't is... think it's going to happen right now. I think, no. I think and, you know, based on some of the things that I've kind of seen online and- you know the the chit chat and hearing overhearing conversations with uh, with people that are you know part of NASA and those kind of things and they kind of go we got four hundred years and the planet's done. Whoa, four hundred yeah. years. Yeah. So 
if you think in, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a, I plan, right? <laughs> a planner. Right. Uh, that means that if it's, if it's, you know, if we're not here in 400 years, well, when's, when does that start? Well, that started yesterday, really. I mean, when you think about it, there's natural resources and water mm-hmm. source, you know, it's all those things that start to kind of fall apart. And then weird diseases start showing up and mm-hmm. you know, weird funguses that take you out that didn't before. Well, another thing to think is we have only been human for quarter million, 350,000 years, whatever it is. There's going to be something next. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, it's coming. Right. It's going to be something that can survive the heat. So, so if this stuff can figure out how to cool itself, yeah. it'll become Set self. Ace freely in the it back might, of your it phone. may, it may be. <laughs> Star hey, child. Hey. I was a huge age. Free- I met Ace yeah. Freely when I was seven years old. Yeah. He's a completely stable uh, yeah, guy. For sure. <laughs> It's a lot like you. <laughs> Who thinks the world's going to end in 400 years? I'm such an idiot. Why did I say that out loud? Am I, I don't think that's a bad thing. To th- I don't think All the right. world's going to end, but I think it's very likely that human beings will be drastically oh. diminished. Oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah. And I feel like that's, that, I guess I should back up. That's yeah. my point. The The thing that we just are so arrogant about is that we're somehow included in the future. We're just not yes. included. We're right. not included. Well, we've only been here for, again, 300 whatever thousand years. Right. That's not that long. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, even Neanderthals, it's half a million years okay. before us. Right. So you know? going back to now, though, mm-hmm. and us getting along now and surviving better over the next little bit, going back to our, like, the people talking to each other. Yeah. How do we, you know, how do we tee this up so we can take it and not ruin it with a reality TV show? Because, you know, that every reality TV show you see, it's been manipulated. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll... Yeah. they'll, they'll They'll, they'll poke the person that they know is going to blow up at some point so that it causes drama. And again, the dopamine dump and everybody's like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're basically doing clickbait yeah. in terms of how they're programming the television right. show. So mm-hmm. how, do we, how do we make this so that it's not uh, an opportunity to make a buck and to do that? Like a, a genuine healing moment. It can be done. I think it's got to be done online. And it's got to be done with no one involved other than you. And whoever you want to be involved, no advertising, no people. I mean, that doesn't even have to be you, right? But whoever the person is, right? That that facilitates this. But you just can't have any producers. You can't have anybody with a vested interest in its success. Okay, it has to be done just purely for the idea, purely for the exercise of getting people to communicate that have disagreements and realizing that. So much of, you know, people dig their heels in the sand and they, they want to be right more than they want to be, right. you know, more than they want to get along and, and be harmonious with each other. Right. There's a, there's, yeah, and I feel like that's, no, yeah. look, I, I acknowledge uh, that there's monsters in the world. There's fucking monsters. They're in, they're in, they're in us. We mm-hmm. have our own monsters inside of us. There's other monsters that have been nurtured over years to, to hate each other or hate somebody else, whatever. There's that nurturing, you know, nature versus nurture uh, monster. I get that. I'm talking about the people that you can figure out a way to like, let's just, let's figure this out. Most of us. Yes. Most of us can figure out a way to get along. And most of us can go south too. Most of us in the wrong environment with the wrong people and the wrong feelings and the wrong drugs and the wrong jobs and the wrong community. We could be horrific neighbors or... Hitting the Coke button. Yeah. Or we could be a part of a community. And I just think that we're not designed for this iPhone fucking world. We're not designed for it. And this getting likes and, you know, and arguing politics on Twitter 
for 16 hours a day. There's a few people that I follow on Twitter <laughs> that I only follow them to see how how toxic social media is to their life. I go and I, I look at their feed. And, I mean, I know what they're doing. They're just fighting with people all the time. But I'll, I'll look at it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy started at 7.30 in the morning. And at 9.30 at night, he's still going. And he's posting every 14 minutes. And he's probably reading in between that. So his entire day is comprised of debating, you know, AOC's <sighs> value and merits versus Trump and versus this and that. And whether or not Elizabeth Warren's Native American. And Who's? it's like oh, chaos. It's just chaos. Trump. Trump is a... Um, he was. He's got his name on buildings, and um, oh, he was host uh, of the he's show. the he's the the politician. He's not really yeah, a politician. Yeah, really he's like, draining the swamp. Do you know what? The I'm swamp not a big is? fan of politicians. Me neither. Yeah, he's an anti-politician though. You might like him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But is he in politics? Well, he's the president of the United States. Yeah, I don't like politicians. Yeah. yeah. So, is anybody good at that? Who, if you if you had a magic wand, you can make someone president. Who would you make it? Oh man! Um, you I, don't know, I, don't, I wish, a guy from the I past. I wouldn't wish that Arlo on Guthrie. anybody. Yeah, Arlo Guthrie. <laughs> uh, not Bill Hicks. Ken Kesey. Um, although he would, because that would probably change him. Um, Do you think it would? Yeah, I think, I think it, it again. It's right? like it's a reality TV show. It's going to change you when the cameras are aimed at you. Mm -hmm. When you when you replace recognition with attention, it fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Especially like at a young age, young, you know, like the boy, you know, the young oh, boy yeah. band, like child actors. Do you know anybody that's a child actor? Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I know people that are exposed to that world early on, and it's a, it's a dreadful mess. It's a dreadful mess what they have to go through because they don't understand that attention is not recognition. Yeah. Uh, and well, I mean, also there's, the development. Well, there's developing few the people that have actually made, made it out of that. Like, I don't think anybody has. Leonardo DiCaprio, I feel like <laughs> he's still an artist, right? He's like, uh, he yeah. actually. I he guess. actually he yeah. he holds yeah. his own as an artist. Yes, I don't know what he's like behind the scenes in his right. house. If he's like fucking shredding cats with his teeth because he's out of his ah, mind. It would come out by now. Oh, okay. The worst thing he does, he seems to like to fuck young pretty girls, hmm. which is weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I feel like I feel like that that poison of of the attention is is kind of like that. It's like that dopamine dump. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the likes, the like buttons. Well, it's right? one of the things that I really admire about your choices that you decided to get the fuck out of the the epicenter. Yeah. You're like, this is just too much gravity. Yeah, there's too much. There's too much. Um, and so I don't know. Just, that's, and also, like, the, the decision to start a winery and to, like, what you've done is kind of gone to the earth. I mean, I mean, it sounds corny, but really what you've done is that. I mean... Obviously, you have a very sophisticated farm system, and you you know you have acres and acres of vineyards. But what you're doing is the earth. You're growing. You're you're part of nature, and I think that grounding in nature, in in that way that you're doing it, is a perfect antidote for like this rock star life, which is all. But I mean, you know, that's that's a byproduct, uh, I think, for me. But as far as the community, I'm finding that that core of, of the greenhouses and, um, you know, growing, growing vines, it's actually kind of feeds into what we're talking about as far as the conversation. Cause I talked to, I talked to batshit Portlandia types. I you know, I talked mm -hmm. to crystal clutchers. I talked to <laughs> staunch Republicans that, you know, look at me like I'm going to start trouble no matter what, you know, but I can actually talk to everybody because we're, we're growing things and we're building a small, we're building our communities. So as far as politicians are concerned, 
the ones higher up, they got there by being really good con men and liars, I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, in general. That's what we see. But down you know, at this level, at the local level, you're just trying to figure out simple problems that you're trying to solve within your state, within your county, within your town. Those politicians are – you know, you got to work with them, but they're less crazy. They're less um, owned, mm-hmm. as yeah. it were. Yeah. So you can actually have conversations with all these people – especially if you have a grounding in terms of literally the ground. Yeah, literally the ground. I mean, you're there's I just think there's something it's it's a part of the whole human experience of growing things. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think what you've done is pretty badass. It's the ultimate smart move, you know, in terms of like dealing with the especially like the rock star world is so strange because it's so image based with so many you know, I mean, there's a bunch that don't even want to talk. I have had rock stars that wanted to come on here, but they wanted to only do it at night, and they only wanted to have it with uh, no video. They wanted it to be audio only, and I'm like, look, 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 look. We don't I want steak. Do I just don't want it to be meat. Yeah. Well, they, it was what? like they were cultivating a thing. It has to be dark in the room. I want candles. Like, okay, I'm out. We're out. We're, do- we're gone. This is not. Yeah, that's not. But, you know. I remember that they probably they were probably messed up. The reason they're yes. the reason they're doing what they're doing is because something happened to them earlier on. Where there was a you know mm-hmm. an aggressive you know teacher, uncle, somebody that just kind of you know a dad who was drunk. You know, there's the stuff that pushes them in that direction uh, to be you know expressive, controlling. Yeah. Contr- yeah, controlling and you know wanting to be acknowledged and do it exactly my way Mm -hmm. because I was powerless as a child. Yeah, for sure. Right. And then that's the thing you think you see with actors too. And they finally get some success. The, the, the whole process of auditioning for things is so brutal because you just, do you like me? Do you like me? I want you to like me. Do I get the part? I don't get the part. I don't. And then you go through this for years and then finally you do get it. And then finally you're the fucking man. Like, Oh look, it's Mike. Mike's the star. Hello, Mike. Mike, look, look, we've got your, your bagels ready, Mike, and your trailers ready. And then Mike is, uh, get, get, get me a fucking coffee. You're like, oh, Mike, anything for you. And they, people act in this disproportionate, very insane way. And then as they get more and more famous, they, they feel like they're entitled yes. to this treatment. Yes, yes. Which gets real strange. Yes. Uh, you know, we, and, that, I've, and I feel like that's, I've seen it in, in our world uh, between bands, you know, my bands, Tool, Pussifer, Perfect Circle, all of them. Mm-hmm. You, get to, you get to spots where you, you feel entitled, you're arrogant, you are greedy. Like all those things, all those things are in all of us and you have to check yourself when they come up. Yeah. Or not. And you end up being like the bands that you, you are talking about. Like, yeah. It has to be this way or I won't do it. That's kind of dumb. But Well, bands are odd too, right? Because – you're, you're managing personalities. You're not just – it's not just like one person with a creative vision and they put it down. You have all these other people and their ideas and you, you got to work it out together and there's all sorts of weird shit going on, right? Sorry. What would you do? You shut it off? I was checking my likes. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I was just making sure because I posted that, and Dino. I just want to make sure Dino knew that mm. I, that we posted it because then he can talk to release know, the hounds. Yeah, release the hounds. Yeah, um, fuck, a lot of weight lifted off my chest, dude. Like just is it? That. Yeah, yeah. It took 
that's a lot of work. Our, our, we are the four of us are a lot of fucking work. And just to, to get, get it, just to get agreement. anywhere. Oh my god! Just to get an agreement where you're okay. We're all agreeing. Yeah, we're gonna release it. Yeah, everything's a fucking committee meeting, and it always gets shut down. <laughs> What's the hurdle? Uh, well, uh, success. When you mm-hmm. get successful, you think you're right about everything, mm. and you're pretty sure as that individual, you know, I am right and you are wrong because I'm successful and we're successful because of me, not because of you. And so you, uh. it's it's not that bad with us. But right. I'm just, it's like those, but that's the dynamic. Yeah, there's a dynamic people, of like you know I want this and I've I've always gotten my way and that's why we're successful is because I don't compromise on this or that and it's like I you know I'm I'm the same way. I'm Do you find totally that way. as a parent? you sort of have more empathy for like fucked up behavior and thinking because you kind of understand like, Oh, you, you got bad data as a, a, a developing unit. Yeah. You were fed the wrong food or the wrong information rather, you know, I wrong think mental like, food. I think we discussed this before. Like, I think there's a 50, 50 on that. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can only guide your kids so much. They're going to be right. what they're going to be. They're going to grow up the way they want to mm-hmm. grow up. Uh, but all you, you can, can try to do is go like, okay, let's just teach you about stoves before you actually have to learn about stoves yeah. the wrong way. So you don't light the house That's on it. fire. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of do some of that stove work early, but eventually they're going to have to do some of that stove work on their own. Yeah. But uh, an instructor in our high school, which is funny because I, you know, we are, he's extreme Republican. I'm, you know, the liberal kid, but um, he used to share a lot of really, you know, nuggets, right? Uh, wisdom. Uh, and he would always have us say, you know, what is an intelligent person? A person who learns from experience. Whose experience? Other people's experience. Right. Yeah. Not just your own. Right. Learn from your own experiences, but also pay attention that you don't really need to play Russian roulette to find out it ends wrong. Don't get close to the bison at Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to get a selfie with the bison. See that video? No. Is it awful? Nine-year-old kid. The whole fucking family. They apparently got within five yards of this fucking bison. No, they... Yes. Oh, come on, And then man. The, the bison charged and a nine-year-old kid went flying through the air. The thing about the nine-year-old kid landing, though, it seems like she landed on her feet, so I'm hoping she's okay. I haven't read anything to the contrary. So okay. in my mind, she brushed it off, and she's like, whoa, I can't believe I flipped like that. Well, I mean, it's like, a you know, if she survived, maybe a broken bone would be a good reminder. Yeah, Sprained ankle. I want yes. the kid to have a sprained ankle. Yes. But that's just, not, I don't even want the kid. I want the fucking parent to get one of those weird diseases where, like, when a twin falls down, you bison hurt. Bison disease. No. Okay. It's like the mom's <laughs> got it. Here it is. We'll watch it show you. This bison just – look at the, the newscaster. Boom. See how she lands on her feet, though? Yeah. Come I'm, pre- on. I'm pretty sure she's okay. Watch this. Whoop. Bang. I think she's all right. Maybe. I think she's all right. The thing is, did it trample her after? Look at these fucking assholes. This is the problem with zoos. People in, in this city life that we live, where people do not know what the fuck a wild animal really is. Yeah. You're not supposed to go anywhere near those things. We're going to find out. They have instincts to stop predation. And their instinct is to charge head forth with this fucking 200. With the dude with a red shirt on, too. Like, didn't you watch? Asshole. Funny. Yeah, you should have juked him. Should have stepped in for the little kid, you piece of shit. <laughs> Over here, you fuck. I mean, right. it's a 2,000-pound gigantic animal that has to fight off wolves and mountain lions and bears, and, and yeah. you're going to have your kid five yards away from it? I, I, you know, I've had a lot of friends, musician friends, that go, yeah, I want to come out, man. I want to work harvest. You really don't. 
No, you don't want to work. You really don't want to do that. Stop. I mean, I want you to, and I can make it a pleasant experience for you. I, I absolutely can. I can make it go fairly seamless, but you're going to learn some things you didn't know about yourself. Fact. Well, you have to work hours. Yeah. Real yeah. hours. That's why, that's why we can't go to dinner tonight. We've got apples waiting. I got. I have some Chardonnay already fermenting. You have I'm apples? Gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to make cider in the morning. That's what we're so gonna what do you do? do? You pick the apples now to yeah, make I have cider about, in the morning? I have about 40 trees. My dad and uh, Randy, uh, she's kind of in charge of the orchards and vine- uh, greenhouses. You saw the you saw some of the greenhouse mm-hmm. footage. Yeah, Randy's doing that. Uh, so my dad and her uh, picked probably about a half a ton, maybe a ton of apples already <sighs> off our trees. So I get back, uh, you know, tonight, I fly back tonight, and then um, in the morning, uh, we're shredding shredding apples into a bin, like applesauce, and going to inoculate it. And, uh, Inoculated with what? Uh, I have. I already have some Chardonnay that's fermenting, so I'll take like a gallon of, of the Chardonnay and just put it in with the with the apples, so that it'll just start the fermentation. So like bacteria from the Chardonnay, yeast, the yeast, the yeast is already fermenting. Yeah. Wow, that's badass. Yeah. So I just inoculate it with something that's already that's a wild yeast that's already fermenting, and so put it in with those. Let it let it uh, finish up. And do you do this at a stable temperature? Like, does it have to be? We no, we normally keep the cider. We've been kind of keeping it like you know seventy, sixty eight in a in a cool room, mm-hmm. not out in the sun, hot, and not back in a cold, cold, cold room. Kind of you know sixty between sixty five and seventy two. Like, how much cider will you make with all that? You, how much? Did you say a, did, half a ton? We did. We're gonna so have, have a thousand. More, there's pounds? more. There's more apples coming. So we'll have. We'll probably end up with about eight barrels worth of cider, and that's about good lord, two hundred cases. Normally, so about three hundred cans. You know, like a three hundred uh, three hundred flats of cans. So, yeah. So it's fairly limited production in terms yeah. of like commercially. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. It's yeah. not going to be commercial. It'd just be in our tasting rooms. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. And so, how long is the process? How long does it have to ferment? Well, once we're once they're picked, we can actually. The cool thing about apples is they kind of keep, kind of just kind of stack them up in the in the in the walk-in cooler, uh, on site, and then we gather them all up when there's a critical mass, bring them in, shred them. So that day we'll shred them. Probably about a week and a half later, the fermentation's done. The hard part is separating the, the uh, applesauce from uh, the juice. Uh, that's, that's the hard part. So a lot of people will get them super ripe, and they, they crush and press them, so they just get the juice right off the must, and they ferment just the juice. Other people will shred them so there's just like applesauce, and then they'll try to press that through a very specific press that kind of gets the juice away from the What's the must. benefit of the former versus the latter? I do the third one. I oh. I make it. I shred it so there's applesauce, and I'm actually fermenting on the on the must on the applesauce. Hmm. Uh, and then I press as it starts to separate. I'm starting to pull the juice out uh, once it's fermented. Now, have you done this because you tried the other methods and you th- like the flavor of this one better? Uh, so, how many times you've guessed? I guess I've done this. Forty. Right. That's because I'm a liar. Um, and I'm good at it. Um, no, I've done it once, uh, and it, it turned out. So because I want to make sure that that wasn't an accident, oh. I'm going to do it exactly like I did it last time to see if it turns out the same. And when you did it, did you do it based on someone's recommendation, or did you have a someone guiding you through it? I did it based on my, uh, my experiences with fermenting uh, grapes on skins. Really? Yeah, I wow. just kind of looked so at just... that process and went, okay, I see how we're going to get some stuff. And our, and our cider is extremely dry. It's not a, it's not a sweet, 
cider you normally would think of, like slightly sweet cider. This is like a acidic, uh, dry cider, very refreshing. And is this a cider that's available at your restaurant? Yeah, at the Osteria down in Scottsdale at the American Vineyards location in Scottsdale and at the Caduceus Cellars Tasting Room and the Pulsifer Store in the 4-8. If someone, where would, like, where would I go? Where would I go if I wanted to try your food and drink your wine? Like, what's the spot? Um, what would you recommend? Well, the easiest place I want place to take a you, trip. If you want to take a long trip, you want to go up to, up to Jerome and uh, Cottonwood area to go to those locations. There's three locations of mm-hmm. different things happening in each one of those. But if you're just kind of in Phoenix area... We have a location over in Scottsdale, in Old Town Scottsdale. Oh, I'm definitely in Phoenix. When am I in Phoenix? I've got I've got two nights yeah. in Phoenix at the Comerica Theater. There you go. So there you're gonna hit. That's like uh, soon. You're, you're gonna hit Pizzeria Bianco. You have to hit there. You got to get Southern Rail, uh, Beckett's Table. December? Oh, yeah. I thought that was like soon. Beckett's Table, Southern Rail, uh, Tarbell's, F and B, which is in Scottsdale. Um, Scottsdale and, has a reputation for cocaine and parties. Yeah, but it's also got great food. Yes, it's, got, it's a very interesting place. It's yes. got it's a lot of people just uh, have escaped some of the problems in other cities and gone to Scottsdale. That is a fact. Yes, it's a weird place. I've always found yeah, it really weird. Found, we had a, we had we had some decent success up in the valley, like with the vibe that we got with the farms. You know, farm to table, not just any farm. Our farms to your mm-hmm. table uh, vibe. And the, you know, our vines to your glass uh, scenario. But it's funny down in Scottsdale, like, okay, this is going to go. We did it. And we're like, we're going to need more makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need implants on Yeah, this. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a, it's a weird party town in that way. Yeah. It's like a lot of really pretty women, but a specific kind of pretty, like porn star pretty. The, the dudes are super pretty, too. They're though. pretty, too. Yeah. yeah. Handsome, so. spiked hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. Deal. They got the tan. The jacked death. and tan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You got a tanning bed? You should check into it. Motorcycles, no helmet. Living on the edge. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to be in Scottsdale, it's a great location. But there's so many so many great uh, chefs and restaurants in, yeah. in, that, in that area. Uh, there really are. In downtown. And if you're going to be a Comerica, you're, you're right by Bianco's. you got to go to Bianco's. Bianco's. What is that? Uh, is that an Italian uh, joint? Uh, pizzeria like pizzeria Bianco. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chris Bianco. Um, he's got two locations, town and country, and he's got one downtown, but he also has his other place. Oh my God, I'm going to forget the name right now. That's so dumb. I'm so, I'm going to get so much shit for this. Uh, his other place. And uh, right next oh, to- Oh, the other place. Right next to uh, Bianco is at town and country. Mm. Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. It's great. Uh, handmade pastas and the dishes are amazing. Yeah. I'll check in with you in December. Yeah. Maybe you'll remember it. <laughs> remember it by then. <laughs> Got to get off this CBD oil, man. It's man, It's rotting your brain, man. You can't be too relaxed. Right. Yeah. That's CBD fucking, it saves vacations for me. I don't I'll stress out. Like, it, it's, 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 I think it's one of the best things I've ever tried for anxiety. It's, it's weird. And I didn't even know I had anxiety until I started taking CBD. I take... These little jammies. These are. This is a. This will fuck you up, though. This is one and one. <laughs> this is one part CBD. Don't put this in one, your butt. Yeah. This, do not put this in your butt. You can put it in your butt, but it, you will get no, nervous. You're gonna get paranoid. But it's a. It's a weird. Like the CBD THC high is a different high because CBD does something to alleviate anxiety. It sort of just like makes you comfortable with your own demise. <laughs> lets you, you, you the existential angst is the flames uh, don't seem yeah. so hot it's all you like yeah we're all gonna die yeah right. but right now we're not dead cool look at the colors 
<laughs> feel the feel the warmth of the sun. But this uh this is not like fun this is not functional. Like you don't wanna I don't do this if I have anything super important to do, but but just C B D oil. Mm-hmm. I just find it it did it puts you in a great place. Okay. Like it's but Dr. internal, Ma- not topical. Internal. Yeah, okay. topical is really good for muscle aches. Okay. It's really good. Really, the, probably the best thing I've ever found for like alleviating soreness and stiffness and stuff like that. Because I found, I was uh, in Europe, all of a sudden discovered that they actually had uh, ibuprofen like cream to put on. Ibuprofen is terrible for you. Right. Really, really bad. And what for I you. found out was that if you let your pets lick it, they get liver failure and die. Whoa. So don't. Did you yes. accidentally do that? No, I had a had a, a person who works at the Humane Society. I mentioned, you know, mentioned that I found this stuff like a, just in desperation in Europe, like had some sore muscles, and uh, she's like, "Don't let your pets lick that," because they were trying they were trying to figure out why these kittens were dying. Oh God! My friend Cameron Haynes is a runner, and he runs marathons and he runs ultra marathons. He runs these two hundred forty mile Moab fucking ridiculous runs that last three days. And he was having like all this joint pain. So he was taking ibuprofen every day. He was taking 800 milligrams, not just once, but sometimes twice a day. And he was That's just constant aches and pains. So Dr. Rhonda Patrick had been on the podcast. She was talking about the dangers of ibuprofen and about what it does to your gut biome and how, how much it fucks you up. And it actually creates inflammation. It actually can cause stress or it can cause uh, strokes rather and... All, all sorts of horrible, horrible things. So I call him up and I said, hey, man, it, that stuff's fine to take every now and then for a headache, but you can't take that shit every day. You just can't do it, and you're, you're fucking your body up. Just get off of it. And I sent him the recording. He listened to it. He's like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to have a stroke. So he gets off of it. All his pain goes away. It turned out his pain was being caused not just by the running, but by, by the fact that he was creating inflammation by destroying his gut biome by taking 800 milligrams of ibuprofen two times a day. So the idea of like fixing himself was fucking him up. It's right. crazy. That's yeah, chasing that, you know. Yeah, so fuck ibuprofen. Okay. Well, I mean, don't, I, mean, I take it every now and then. But you can't take it every day. So you're a liar. No, I mean, just saying don't take it every day. But if I had like a bad headache, I'll, I'll take some Tylenol or some shit. It's not Tylenol, right? Advil. Advil. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Advil. it's 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 just not something you're supposed to take all the time. It's, it's, yeah. I did for a minute and I realized it was doing what you said. Yeah. So I was more achy than I should be. And then but, like, you know, bad night out, you didn't drink enough water. Right. Okay. Boom, boom, hit a, boom. Hit a, hit a couple. Head. Yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You can still do that. But CBD does that too. It's better, better for you than all that stuff. There all seems right. to be no side effects. Okay. All yeah. right. The side effects is uh, people think you're a hippie. That's the only side effect. Right. Right? If you I say just, you're into I just, CBD. I just, I just talked so much shit about pot that now i got to like backpedal <laughs> and go, no, it was just a part of an elaborate joke. Listen, I man, was... I smoke pot all the time and I talk shit about pot. It's the people. <laughs> it's the fucking people that are really into pot. They're annoying. They're, they're annoying. Look at this. Eddie's not in here, is he? No. Eddie? Okay. I thought no. maybe he's going to jump out from under no. the table. No, he's going to. No. This is, uh, I got this from. Is this from Tommy Chong? Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord, that's a baseball bat. Tommy Chong's not playing games. And he's been doing this since the 70s, and he's still alive. Seems to be fine. It smells scary. Like, you just smell it, and you're like, this is going to bring back memories that I don't want anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of those. Why are you bringing those back? The problem is uh, dummies. 
The mm. problem is not pot. It's like the problem with every single thing. Like it, it's the problem is not skateboards. The problem is people want to ride skateboards in the edge of fucking skyscrapers, right? Good point. That's that's the problem. Yeah. It's like with everything. It's not. It's the implementation of the idea in a really stupid way. That's the problem. All right. It's not pot. It's people smoke pot What's all the same? day. It's, it's, but you can you can apply that to almost anything. Yeah. You know, a hammer. It kind of you can destroy something with it. You can build something with it. Exactly. So it's not really the hammer. It's you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got but it. there's some people that are functional on it all day. Like Be Real from Cypress Hill. I did his show. He's got this hot box show. I can't believe how high they get. They're high all day long, and then they keep going. We got so high before the show started. I was like, well, we must be done. We're going to go sit. He does this show called The Hot Box, and you, you sit in this uh, beautiful old Cadillac and smoke weed and talk about life. And uh, I was like, well, surely we're done. We can't be smoking more. Wrong. It gives you these bats of weed, and you climb into the car, and it's a, just a fucking thick cloud of smoke. They just be real. He doesn't fuck around. But he's lucid, completely functional. You talk to him, the guy exercises, he's healthy, he's real friendly. <laughs> real friendly. <laughs> seems fucking, <laughs> seems to work out great for him. Yeah. But not for everybody. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm the pot guy that's under the table freaking out. Yeah. That doesn't what do you do think well. of? What what bothers you when you get high? Um, I think just paranoia, anything. Uh, yeah. A noise, uh, a thought, uh, you know, they're trying to get me. Like, it's yeah. super like. Paranoid, paranoid. Even if you just get a little pot? Just a little mm -hmm. Yep. What about try a little bit of this? It's a little you know bit of CBD, a little Joe? bit of pot together. Joe. No? <laughs> Watch, I'll take one first. I'll show you. We're going to be fine. Yeah. No? No, no. Nope. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, no. <laughs> Stick with wine. Yeah. Do you fuck with whiskey? Yeah, I do. Um, I got a thing, uh, a little collaboration with, uh, with Angel's Envy bourbon out of kentucky they took some of my uh my fortified wine barrels and took them and they're finishing one of their ports in one of my barrels a couple Ooh. of my barrels yeah Ooh. so is port the same as whiskey port uh is a fortified wine uh from portugal right so uh you, you can also oh, they're a whiskey they're an alcohol company and yes they're... yeah so angel's envy is 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 bourbon uh, right they do rye and bourbon uh in Kentucky and they and they basically they have a whole thing about their Angel's Envy bourbon is finished in in port barrels. Oh. So they get they'll find, you know, either get them from Europe or get them from California where they're, you know, they're a fortified red barrel that's had wine in it. Sweet, rich wine. And they finish the uh the, the bourbon in these barrels. Mm. So now they have some of mine to do a special Caduceus collaboration. You're one of those people that I talk to that I go, where the fuck does he get the time? Because I do a lot of things. But then I talk to someone like you. I'm like, no, I don't. No, you do a lot of things. Well, it's it's organiz you know, just organizing your time and delegating. Yeah. I mean, because that's really what it is, is when you get, when you're younger, you want to go, I did that. I did that. I, I'm doing that. And then you realize I can't do all of that. So we just, I have friends, we are, our team of people, like I can't, we have a Pussifer store in Jerome, Arizona. And it has cut and sew. We do we do printing and shirts. We have a, a barber shop in it. We do a full new and used. Do you get a barber shop? Yeah, it's um, weird for a ball guy. Yeah, to have a barber shop. I don't use it, um, <laughs> except for you know uh, the manscaping. Uh, 
new and used vinyl on top floor with all kinds of paraphernalia, like, you know, band stuff, but also like a whole uh, kind of the gelato shop. Do people go there hoping they're going to run into you? Probably. Uh, But I don't run it. My wife right. does. She's okay. absolutely... I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it at all right. without her. She runs it top to bottom. All the ideas for all the pulls of her merch is all... It's all her. She does... She runs it. Uh, it's great. We just added a popcorn machine. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's just... You do that and you do jujitsu too. Yeah. How? Well, how? here's the thing. I do jujitsu. I just don't do it very well because ah. I don't focus on it all day. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've learned about jujitsu over the years, and now I'm doing a little bit of Muay Thai. I'm, I suck at that too, but I'm doing some. I bought a bag. Yeah? Some gloves. What kind of bag? Uh, the uh, Fair Fairtex? Pl- Fairtex, yeah. That's a good bag for you, especially yeah. if you've had some hip, hip issues because it's, uh, it's, uh, it it's not hard. It's okay. a good bag to hit. Okay. I've got a couple different bags out there. That one tall one, though, is the one I want to have because mm-hmm. I got the shorter, fat one. Right, yeah. It seems pretty heavy. Yeah, that's a different one. And then the ball. Mm-hmm. The ball's good, yeah. The, the ball's sack. Great. Yeah, the sack okay. one yeah. for knees. That um, The one that I have, that heavy bag, is great because it's, it's, it gives. Like, it's good for tendons and stuff because, like, a lot of people, you hit those big, hard, heavy bags. And, you know, you can do that when you're young. But as you get older and you've got 20 years of blasting into bags full power after mm-hmm. a while your joints just start to fucking they just start to say fuck you yeah well, i'm finding that for me uh my friend todd got me into doing the muay thai because he's like look we do jujitsu so much and on the road you're like you know you got some like we only we can only find this black belt in mm-hmm. town to train with you and he's 210 right. 220 so i'm you know trying to deal with this weight and like i'm kind of sore now for the show and I'm, mm-hmm. it's a, that's it's not a, good the bed is not you know, you know traveling yes. the bed's never ideal uh and you're in the bus and you're bouncing down the road and some like it looks it's like a you know, like a coffin right mm-hmm. that has some kind of palsy all the way down the road you're just trying to sleep um so we he went let's do some Let's do some Muay Thai because it's more opening. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, it's a, it's left sure. right. You know, you're yeah. kind of going back and you're doing more twisting and just that rhythm. And it's a good workout. Like I'm it's sweating. easier on your joints too. Yeah. So I, you know, I got into it for that reason, just to kind of stand upright more. So you have someone holding that. your pads for you? Like yeah. Well, he's got a lot of, you know, all over the world. He's mm-hmm. got, you know, great trainers everywhere. So we roll in and it's funny though. You go into one guy and like, yeah, do this. Like, don't, what are you doing? Don't do that. Like the, but the last guy said I was supposed to do that. And like, yeah. you know, different trainer, different, different Yeah, you get a lot of that for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of people that know for sure that they have the way to do it. <laughs> Watching the infinite number of how you wrap your hands videos oh, on yeah. YouTube. No, bro. This is the way you There's do only it. One it's way. only one way. This is the best way. My favorite is the ones you slide on and then you just spin it and they Velcro on. It's like got gel that goes over the knuckles. Done. They slide on like a little glove. <laughs> it's great. All right. I love those. It, it only has like maybe like four feet of actual wrap. Mm-hmm. And you slide these things on. You go like that. Bang. Yeah. But the headache of seconds. me sitting there like yeah. watching the tube like. Some guys get super serious about folding over the knuckles, too. You fold yeah. seven times, and then you put it over the knuckles, then wrap it down, then t- through the fingers. Isn't that what the bag's for? The, the, the gloves? <sighs> the gloves are supposed to be the padding. Why it helps. More but you're, you're also what helps is really strengthening your hands. 
there's a, a lot of the problem that people have is that they don't do anything with their hands. They, right. they just hit things, like, right. which is fine. But to really reinforce the structure of your hand, you should use those captains of crush grips, smash down those things. They'll, they'll create better tendon strength it's and like hand the, strength. Don't have like a mullet and sit in like a Camaro and do that no. hand thing like this? Those guys can't use the captains of crush ones. Those motherfuckers are like 160 plus pounds. Didn't you say you got one that's like 190 or something? What do you got? Yeah, that level, the level three is 280. What do they look like? It's like a, a knurled steel pipe or aluminum outside and thick, heavy spring. It's like a hand gripper, but it's like okay. a real legit hardcore one. And so I'll do it this way. Then I'll flip them upside down and do it that way. And then I'll, I'll also, right. you know, I do a lot of chin-ups and a lot of stuff with my hands. That's what it looks like. You've seen those fucking things. Yeah. But so those are... You're supposed, are, to, are you you're supposed to be like in a Camaro doing that? No. Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. Those guys are dead. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It goes to 322? Yeah, oh, my God. 365? Yeah. Only like five people in the world have ever done these <laughs> down here. <laughs> that is so crazy. I guess that's according to what I was reading about. Yeah. yeah. I've got the 140-pound one. That's nuts. So how far down do I go? Let's see. We're start with the right 60. Let me, let me start see. with the 60. Right here. You sure? Yeah, start with the 60, I don't though. Know. But I mean, it just Have you, you met want me? reps. You want reps. Okay. Like, you just want to be able to sit around. The idea is that. Do they have like a 10? All this, most people, I've met guys who are fighters, <laughs> like really good fighters that have small hands. And I don't mean small hands, meaning like the structure of the hand. I mean the meat, the meat of the hand. They, have, they don't do anything where they're gripping all the time or pulling all the time. They're strikers. So they just wrap their hands up. And, you know, when you're just doing this all the time and throwing punches, you're not really making your hand stronger. Like the way to make the hand stronger is you've got to squeeze tennis balls and squeeze, you know, there's different putties that they make. Grip geese and yeah, shit. Yeah, gripping geese yeah. is fantastic. Jesus, yeah. Doing, like if you grab a jujitsu guy's hand, those hands are made out of wood. Like a, a really good jujitsu guy. Like, and a lot of that is just geese and gee chin ups and shit. When you throw the gee over the chin up bar and do that, that's, that's fantastic too. When you do that? Yeah, you don't fuck with that. I'm just a pussy, dude. Like do you do no gi or just gi? I do mostly gi. Mostly gi. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, I, I've, I'm finding on the road, it's just traveling. It's easier to do the no gi because I can rinse that out and hang mm-hmm. out in the shower and just dry by morning. Do you uh, use special soap and you make sure you don't get any fucking cooties? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Cooties are real, man. Oh yeah, they kill people. Well, I noticed, like, you know. Uh, and it's been, I remember as a wrestler, mm-hmm. you, you never really saw this stuff. You saw a little bit of it. But, like, nowadays, it's like they're getting disqualified at regionals because they've got a spot on mm-hmm. their back and they can't go wrestle and they've worked their whole season to get here. And it's like, yeah, well, we clean the mats. We do all those things. We clean the stuff. Like, where did you get that? Well, staff is in your body. And particularly when people blow their nose, you know, and they wipe their nose on their finger and then they they roll. That stuff, your nose has all sorts of staph inside of it. And mm. people get staph in their nose as well if they get an abrasion in their nose and that stuff gets in, into your skin and you don't clean it out. It's also your body has to be healthy. And one of the things that happens with wrestlers or any competitive athlete is as your body is going through training camp, you are building your conditioning, but you're also compromising your immune system. Like when I was fighting, I used to always get sick. I had poor nutrition. I wasn't really that smart about it, but I was always getting sick before like big events. Also nerves too. Yeah. Nerves, conditioning, all that stuff breaks you down. So with, with athletes, it's that are doing any sort of combat sport where you're getting scratched and, and you're really susceptible to that stuff. 
So you gotta like defense sto- soap is my thing. I, I fucking love that stuff because it's all natural. You're not doing anything. Like when people use antibacterial soap on the hand, the problem with that is that kills the good bacteria too. Okay. What you want is something that really reinforces the healthy flora, but prevents all the the cooties from growing. Prevents right. staph. And, Send me that. Yeah. Little list of. I'll have him send things. you. My friend Guy Sacco runs a okay. company. He developed it because he was a wrestling coach, and these kids were getting staff and ringworm and shit. He was trying to figure out what the fuck is this. So he came up with these natural cures for it. It's all just tea tree oil and eucalyptus oil. Okay. It's just healthy. All yeah. Right. And after you train, just wash your body with it and leave it on. You leave it on like you suds up, leave it on for a minute or two, and then rinse it off. And then if you got any little scratches, he's got some ointment you put on the oil. And it's all natural. It's all just good for you, healthy. And then also what's good is probiotics, like anything like um, kimchi is really good, kombucha is really good, acidophilus from yogurt's really good. So, w- so what about what is it the that's in the kimchi that that works? Is it because they've they let it go to vinegar? The the volatile mm. acidity is what actually has the probiotics in it. Because yes. I, I do. I have olive olive trees. I have like twenty olive trees, and so mm-hmm. you know we do the. The brine solution—it's it's salt and vinegar mm-hmm. solution that we're that we're curing them in. Does that have anything to do with that at all? Sure. The 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 thing about kimchi is it's a proven health probiotic. Like it's it's one of those things that people have been eating for thousands of years, and it's just good for your overall okay. well-being. I want and, to know more about this. Yeah. So okay. cultures, you know, when you're eating these probiotic cultures and there's some really potent ones you could buy that are you know they require like there's some that you can get that um they live on their own substrate so inside the little capsules there's enough of whatever they can feed off of where they can be active without being refrigerated but there's other ones that you have to buy like really hardcore ones that you're getting that have to be refrigerated okay but the what i like about the food-based ones is first of all they taste good they could be a part of a meal i don't have to i like kimchi so i eat it all the time kombucha i like it i drink it all the time and it's just it just reinforces all that healthy flora okay you know so you it's basically got like little soldiers to fight against the cooties you just re i mean you got to think of your body as an ecosystem right your body is not just you your body is a host of bacteria so much so much so there's more e coli living in your gut than have ever been people ever you know, it's all just a part of you. So you just reinforce the good stuff and keep the bad stuff away. And when the immune system gets compromised, especially through hard training, and then you get scratched and that staff just gets – did you get a grip on you and gets a hold of you and starts to go. And then it gets systemic. I mean, fucking people die from that stuff. They really do. Staff, in fact, especially that MRSA stuff, man, there's uh, – you remember Kevin Randleman, the yeah. UFC fighter? Yeah, yeah. He, he had the most horrific staph infection I've ever seen in my life where he had holes where he would lift up his arm and you could see a hole in his underarm. We see his muscle all th- – I mean, through the skin. Look at this. He'll show – look at it. Did you see it up there? Good Lord. Yeah. Like, look at that. Go go large with that. Look at that fucking hole. That red stuff that you see in there, that is his chest muscle. And he died young, man. And I think it, it probably had a lot to do with that. And I think what happened with Kevin is, if I'm not mistaken, he just let it go a little too long. And that medication-resistant staph infection, that MRSA stuff, that's the scary stuff. Because that's stuff that's evolved in hospitals and because of people using antibiotics and just... Yeah, I do my best not to... 
take the antibiotics if I can. But if you get that stuff, you got to take it. They got to fucking something. lock you in a hotel room or in a hospital room rather, and they just IV the fuck out of you. And you, I have buddies that were there for weeks. My friend Denny, his his knee was fucked. I mean, he has a, a, a opening on his leg like a salmon got gutted, and they had to go in there and just pull out pus and constantly try to disinfect the area. And he was in a hospital for a long time, just dealing with his knee. And this and this is from uh, jujitsu. From jujitsu. Yeah, right. I mean, he's a world champion. His uh, his knee started swelling up, and he Great. wound up let's, going let's in. Two more time. <laughs> they get it too though man here's my key so many ufc fighters yeah. get it and they wind up fighting on antibiotics because of it because they're fighting it off you know kevin lee when he fought tony ferguson as he walked into the octagon i was looking at his chest i was like that is a staph infection he's got a staph infection on his chest and he wound up getting staph apparently the week of the fight and he was like you know what we're just gonna have to fight just gonna have to deal with it my oh, jeez. but but for him like for tony ferguson like he's fighting a guy with staph like you can get staff from fighting a guy with staff. You get staff from other people too. Wow. It's nasty. Yeah. It's cooties. Let's not do that. My friend Ari was limping around a pool table once. We were playing pool. He's limping. It's like, what's going on? He goes, I got a spider bite. I'm like, let me see it. He pulls up his knee. I go, stop. I, I, no, staff. I uh, unscrew oh. my cue. I go, dude, we're going to the hospital right now. He goes, are you serious? I go, fuck yeah, I'm serious. I go, you could die. I go, that is huge. Yeah. You have a pussy filled up staph infection on your knee that's compromising the way you walk. I go, that thing is going to get systemic and it's going to get in your fucking brain. Yeah. And my dad got bit by a brown recluse. That's bad. And he went to the hospital that is in an area that has brown recluse, right? Oh, so they, they knew what to do? No. That's oh. the problem with our hospital. They're like, yeah. You know, he put some of this on there. He's like, I think there's something else wrong. So he comes back a day later going, what do these rings mean? It means now he's got a hole in his leg that he's having to stick gauze in all day long and t changing gauze twice yeah. a day. And he still has like a dent in his leg where it like it ate away. <sighs> yeah. What could they have done if they caught it early? Just give him the antibiotics and just right send him out. You know what? We're not sure. Just take this. They didn't even do that. Like, just take this. Make sure. All they had to do. All they had to do. And it makes me yeah, nervous about hospitals. Deal with that thing for a month is crater in his leg. Makes me nervous about hospitals when you hear about nurses that get off on killing people. Like every every so often, there's some nurse who just gave people lethal injections or shit. And just great movie. Them die. Makes a great movie. It does. <laughs> but you know, like by the way, if you're life. a nurse, I'm sure you're awesome. It's not you. I love I love nurses. I love, I love doctors. doctors. I love all those people. All healthcare practitioners and first responders. And, on your corner. And lawyers. Yep, them too. But there are some dirty people out there. They're monsters. Just happen to be nurses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> spiders. Cunty fucking spiders. Putting holes in your leg. Yeah. Called my dad spider bait for well, a long you time. Also, you live around rattlesnakes too. You got serious rattlesnakes yeah. where you live. Well, they, the rattlesnakes are pretty... They're pretty good about just letting you know. Yeah, yeah. They just let you know. They they just kind of go on their way. They they don't really want anything to do with you. Yeah. The the black uh, the uh, tarantulas, uh, same thing. They just kind of go the other way. Tarantulas look terrifying, but, but apparently they're cool. pretty docile. They're pretty cool. Yeah. They're yeah. Awesome. They uh they just hang out. They're not it's like the, looking to attack it's you. It's the tarantula hawks you got to watch out for. What's that? Tarantula hawk. Oh. Is that a giant go bee? Got a bee looking thing. Bring it up. Fuck these things. <laughs> what is it? You gotta get a photo? Oh, the world is so scary. Oh my god. 
Did you say two people got bit in the, Florida in an hour by sharks today? I'm not sure which one it is. Somebody can chime in. Oh, Jesus, that thing's big. Okay, yeah, I've seen these things before. Yeah. Fuck, that's huge. They lay, they they find a tarantula, they jump on it, they infect it with their eggs, and so the tarantula's like, oh, I made it out of there, and then it wanders off and then dies, and they the larvae come out of the tarantula. Oh, nature, you dirty bitch. Yeah. So their 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 sting is like, you know, level you know, top five. Like painful. a bullet ant, like that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like a like a centipede. Uh, centipede's on the list, but like not above centipede. Dude, really? These things. That's why you have one on you. Nah, is that you, bro? You giving people the bite? No, that's me being terrified of centipedes. No, that's your right hand, right? It I might know. be. Hey, you know what? I have now. I have my now my ring name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the centipede. <laughs> He's the centipede. <laughs> no, centipedes are just there's those things like that cause me to shriek like my grandmother I can't uh, and jump buffer. up on a uh, on a counter. Maynard, the centipede. Yeah, that could. It's I got like a ring it. to it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, they're creepy. Maybe I'll fight Tom Cruise. Have you ever seen a centipede attack a mouse? No, dude. But, but the, that so apparently the centipede sting is not as intense as the. As the tarantula hawk, from what I read, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> who's doing this, but there's. <laughs> they need to. It's like I don't know, man. What hurts? What hurts? Worth the tasers that the pepper spray get back to. Yeah, at a certain time, like how do you level. know at a certain moment? Like, you know, once you get to that bullet ant level, like how, it's supposed to be like getting your arm slammed in a car door for twenty four hours. Like, how do you know there's something worse than that? You have another one that's really bad too. It's like, yeah, we're fucking. Do it. Also, five hundred dollars to get yourself stung by a tarantula hawk, and we'll see what happens. How long does it last? I don't know. This, that's the thing. Yeah, Ooh, this is. I did it. This is this a crazy guy? guy. He has a YouTube channel. Where he does oh yeah, this. what is that guy's name again? Uh, Coyote. Yeah. What did he get stung I, by? I, I, I was oh, talking to him hawk. for a while. I think we're we're supposed to get him on the podcast. What is his name again? Coyote. What? His channel's oh, called God, Brave dude. Wilderness. I can't, I can't remember. remember. <gasps> Here he goes. Oh, God. Fucker. To, uh, to bang. Look, he's doing it to himself. Get me. Get me. Ah! Look at him. Covered wow. Back up first. I wouldn't even able to put that jar back on. I'd be like weeping. Whoa. There he goes oh, on. No. Coyote Wilson? What's his name? <sighs> it doesn't. It just says Coyote right here. Well, I thought it would say his whole name. Coyote gets stung. Pull, find out this gentleman's name because I feel like an asshole now. Coyote Peterson. Coyote there Peterson. Why don't I call him Coyote Wilson? <laughs> Look at him there. That's just Ow! Not, that is not wise. Yeah, but neither is that leather hat he's wearing. So <laughs> well, what are you going to do? The bracelets look questionable as well. I think he said this was the he worst like of anything. Two, he had like two-tone pants on. What's too? up with the pants? That's Come the worst on. of anything he's, he's ever done. He's put it like he goes and yeah. finds everything. That's the worst thing you can do, and does the video like this. Watch him There's deal with it. Quite a few of those guys. It's a, what a weird way to make a living. Just get fucked up by nature. Worked for Johnny Knoxville. Mm. I want to show you a video of a centipede killing a mouse. That's what I had here. I was going to show you. I they're horrific. Centipede verse typed in, and there's a whole bunch of things that <laughs> pop up. Like, take your pick at what but you want to see. Go with mouse because it's particularly uh, aggressive in the way they attack mice. Eat mice? Go the third down. Third down. Okay. Watch this. 
watch this. The mouse is like, hey, I'm just a mouse. I'm kind of cute. Just chilling, hanging out here in this weird blue floor. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. The thing about centipedes, too, is they don't just say, am I hungry? No. They know what they do. And what they do is fuck up a mouse. That is right out of the movie Alien, right? Oh, my God, dude. Like The mouse is like, Jesus. Fucking Jesus. Look at him. He's already dead. I mean, that is goddamn crazy. The mouse is way bigger than him, and he's burrowing into his fucking spine right now. It's twitching and trying to stay alive. The thing about it that's so creepy is it's not necessarily hungry. Like, it just, that's what it does. It sees things. It kills it. I'm like, oh, I'm here with a mouse. Like a bison and a nine-year-old. Yeah. It's like I'm here with a mouse in this weird little fucking environment that doesn't seem natural at all, but I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to kill this fucking mouse. That's what's important. Yeah. Not not why am I in this I put fish one tank. on me. Why did I do that? Now why gonna, did you? Because I'm afraid of these things. So you put it on you? Yeah. What else are you afraid of? Uh, you got divorce things. papers on your arm somewhere? <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, I was going to put something on. I had a friend do some tattoos. I got. I have the snake, too, the... Oh. the the rattlesnake. So you, on the me. things that you're afraid of, you put on. Yeah. Well, this side is uh, dragons because I'm year the dragon, but uh, mm. this is like where like I like the Mickey Rourke movie. Of. I don't know that movie. You don't know the year of the dragon? No. Back with Mickey Rourke before he went crazy. All right. It's fucking great. I'm gonna go young Mickey Rourke. Okay. Young Mickey Rourke and old. There's two different humans. Young Mickey Rourke and old Mickey Rourke. Young Mickey Rourke was like this like super serious, amazing actor who did fantastic films, like really good. Angel dramatic. Heart. Yeah, yeah Angel, Angel Heart. Um, what else? He did so what happened? So didn't he get like in a motorcycle accident and bonk his head? Is that what no. happened to kind Here, of here's push a, him over the edge? Yeah, here's a trailer of it. Uh, no, he became a boxer. He boxed as an amateur when he was young, mm -hmm. and then when he was an actor, I think, if I had a guess, and I'm going to just paraphrase, and I apologize if I got it wrong, but I think he felt like Hollywood and acting, and I know he's, quote, he's been quoted on this, was so fake and so, with lack of a better term, feminine. It was, it was, so, it was so soft and bullshit that he felt like he had to do something real again. So he started boxing again as a world-famous movie star. And got, bu I got punchy. He started sparring with James Tony oh. and a bunch of other guys, a bunch of legit boxers. And from what I heard, James Tony used to just touch him up every day. <laughs> and, of course, you don't want to be that guy. You can't hang. So right. he's in there taking fucking jabs to the face and right. right hands to the face and left hooks to the face and uppercuts to the face. And his face got deformed. And then he wound up getting like cheek implants and a bunch of weird shit right he got a bunch of weird facial surgery and stuff yeah, and i don't like you know he started losing his mind but i think cte played a factor there i think just i think there's a to me it's a logical correlation it's like here's a guy who's this world famous amazing movie star that was nine and a half weeks and all these other big time movies he's a fucking blockbuster movie star and an interesting movie star like a really good actor and then all of a sudden he becomes this crazy guy and in between them, he's getting punched in the face a bunch of times. Like, it doesn't take a genius right. to make these connections. Right. I know a lot of guys that were pretty normal when they were young, and then somewhere into their MMA career, they lost it, and they went off the rails. There's a, there's a growing list of those guys. A growing yeah. list, and yeah. And, and some gals are on that list as well. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's uh, it's the gals are there's as they as Ronda Rousey's opened up the door for women's MMA to become more popular. There's going to be more and more women that are taking more punishment, including ones that you're never going to see inside the UFC. Just right. and the other thing is like just training. If you just decide I just I don't want to fight, but I want to train, well, that counts. All that stuff counts. All those right. So are you sparring when you're doing Muay Thai? No, Good hell no. Thank you, no, smart no, no, no. man. I love I'm you. I'm just trying to get in shape and, and stretch, you know? Get yeah. The, get what about yoga? On. You fuck with yoga? I do yoga. I love yoga. Yep. Yoga's that's awesome. It. Yep. I do it on my own sometimes. It's my hotel room. That's all we do. That's, that's all we do. Yeah. My my wife and I, she has an, you know, she has the online service or mm-hmm. we do that. But uh, we are opening... I just bought a new uh, place. You got to open up a fucking yoga school? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. How are you doing all these things? I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm passing. I know, but I'm delegating. How much bandwidth does that eat up? The fact that someone else is doing something that you're a part of. And even though you delegate, you still have to like figure out what that person's doing. Hey, why does, why is our business going under? And Mike's driving a Rolls Royce. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Those kind of things. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of good people around me. Mm. We have a nice little community. So you just stay chill, take your CBD, yeah, just like drink your the, port. We just look at the what's the what's the business plan? Is it gonna is you know I think that's the that's a that's a, that was a very good for me because like you know we lived uh, lived within our means when I was a kid in Michigan. Um, my parents were high school teachers, which not a huge pay, right? Uh, so we're leaving you know living paycheck to paycheck in a way, putting some money away, but you know grew our own food. He would hunt, put meat in the freezer. Um, but then getting into the, all of a sudden now, you know, cut to many years later, then there's band and there's like, there's touring money and there's stuff and you kind of lose touch with understanding that most businesses operate on a 10% margin, mm. you know? So getting back to those kind of things to look at this, cause I'm moving my jujitsu academy to another building. We're going to put in the bag. We're going to put in a kind of a yoga oh, That's area. right. You own a goddamn jujitsu academy too. Right. <sighs> but you know. Looking at it, trying to make it work, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a puzzle that's worth having. It's, it's a puzzle that's worth solving because mm-hmm. if you understand how to survive this thing on that microcosm, that you can survive a lot of things, right? You can right. make sure that when shit doesn't go the way you want it to go, you've done the work to figure out how to survive in those extreme circumstances in terms of business, in terms of, you know, you know if the economy goes the way it goes mm-hmm. and if not we got greenhouses and we have some wine so we'll eat some salad and drink wine and die happy it's a good way to think but it's just i just can't believe how many different irons you have in the fire and i know you're delegating i know you're you have good people around you but god that's so much do you ever think of simplifying do you ever think like maybe I should just like pare this stuff down? Like in a way, we are, and I think this next couple of years, the last couple of years, has been that like establishing something in Arizona, establishing the green, establishing the vineyards, establishing the businesses. We've kind of branched out in various ways, but I feel like in a way we're expanding to retract. So mm. once we figure out what works, we're going to bring it all back in, centralize everything, make it simpler. Uh, and it's way more sustainable at that point. Right now, we're kind of extended. We're all over the place, kind mm-hmm. of doing things. But I feel like, you know, getting a few, getting a few rounds in, getting some sparring in, once, twice a week, three times a week. Then you know, having the vineyards going on because that's hard work too. I don't really have time to train jujitsu or do muay thai or anything. You know. But you seem to enjoy 
all these different varieties of experiences too, like Pussifer, Perfect Circle, Tool, Vineyard, Restaurant, Jiu-Jitsu Academy. It's like you seem to enjoy having all these different plates spinning. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's my dopamine. Yeah. If I'm going to have an addiction, at least you know, there's going to be some some uh, some community attached to yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you seem to enjoy having all these little puzzles. Yeah. There's little things going on. Yes, absolutely. The puzzles are important. Keep you alive, keep you relevant, keep you fresh. Yeah. Um, goals, puzzles. Yeah, goals. Deadlines. Absolutely. Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Harvest is great because it's not up to you. Right. You're you have to you're marching to the beat of a whole different drummer at that point. And how do you schedule touring? Do you do you schedule touring directly by when your harvest season is and how the the wineries? Yeah, work? I mean, luckily with with Tool, we're popular enough to where we can we can get offers. We can do the touring, you know, any time during the year. Nothing's going to really adjust or affect how you know what we what we make as a living for doing that touring. Something like Pussifer, way harder puzzle. Much, it's it seems smaller. Seems like it's not on the same scale, but in a way, it's a more difficult scale because there's less margin for error. So when we tour with that, it has to be a very specific way we do it because you got to make sure that we don't pay to do it, right? I just I just started thinking about that thing you did with with was it Ronda Rousey and who else was in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? That guy you said was president. Oh, that guy. That's yeah. right. Trump was in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet my balls and lost. <laughs> what year was that? That was, that that was, was 15. That yeah. was before the elections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what, yeah. I was like right when he announced that he was r around the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, that I remember was, when you said that to me, to I that. was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get all the different Ronda Rousey versions? No. I've they got, look like Ronda's. We've got, uh, no, we've got... Um, uh, Miss Miss uh, Chrissy Cyborgs in there. We have Miss Holly Holm. We have uh, Kat Zingano. We have me. We have Rhonda. <laughs> I'm the hot one. It's hilarious. No, again, <laughs> where do you have the time to do this? I didn't. These, uh, these are friends of mine who did the whole video. I go, here's what I have in mind, and they were like, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> so I don't animate. I have no idea how to animate. You got a lot of shit for this? Uh, not really. I mean, because it's it's just pure it's you know it's just pure comedy, right? right? It's like it's not, you know, whatever. I'm not, I, you know, I I'm political to a point only when it's like when it comes to assholes. So I don't like most mm -hmm. politicians are easy targets because they're you're, you already know they're lying, right. they're speaking, so that they're just it's good comedy right away. I think the best comedy we've had in many years has been <laughs> Trump because he just he sets them up for you. He does, but it's almost it's it's. What he's doing is so strange because he's not even pretending to be what we think of as a president. Like right. he'll attack people on Twitter. Yeah. He'll go, like he, <laughs> it's weird. It's crazy. It's weird. Yeah. Like, but I wonder if the thing we talked about, the 400-year line. Okay, this is me going back to conspiracy theories. Mm. There's, Eddie didn't sneak in yet, did he? No, just, okay. Eddie's working right now. All right. Uh, so, Teach class. Right. Um, I feel like... It's almost like that is the distraction to keep us all divided and keep us all guessing what the fuck's going on. And on he, purpose? Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, if you're if you're a good if you're a good conspiracy theorist, you're going to put those 
connections together. Look, look at the every show that's ever gone. Like, okay, well, we found out that there's just meteor speeding toward Earth. We can't tell anybody. Mm. So if there's anything weird like that going on, like there's a there's a fungus that's going to kill everybody. Don't tell them. Just get everybody arguing. Get them like, you know, distracted by you know you know football. Hey, who's who's your team? Football, right? So, you know, just you know, the bread and circus of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you get caught up in having you know having food and some gladiators, and you forget about your civic duty, right? That would ha- that would have to be orchestrated by some genius component of our government that doesn't seem no, to think exist in any I th- other form. I think it's accidental. I don't think anybody I don't think anybody's pulling the strings. I think it's just like part of the progression of what happens. And okay. It just like happens the Kali Yuga madness. Yeah. It just yeah. happens. It just so just it because of the natural progression of where things are going, it just comes out as a symptom. That right? makes more sense to yeah. me. That yeah. that that makes more sense to me than this grand conspiracy. Oh no, it's not I don't think there's I don't think anybody's that organized. No, I don't think so either. No, no. no. I think there's chaos going on and people capitalizing on that chaos. And I definitely think there's lying. And I definitely think there's conspiracies. But I think more than anything, it's just this is the way the world is turning right now because of just how society is set up and how disconnected we are to the natural world and how connected we are to the digital world. And And I don't think there's any way out. But I think in the interim, I feel like, an attempt to reconnect is going to help. I think generally, generationally, there's a way out. The problem is for our generation. I don't know if there's a way no, out. You know. I think especially people like us that grew up without any sort of internet and then have watched it transform and completely take over the world. Whereas the idea of a world without internet is impossible to us. It doesn't even compute, but we grew up without it. So right. what happened? Well, we, we were taken over. We're taken over by some sort of digital entity. Um, I don't think for us, I think that this world has to be figured out by the people that recognize that we've fucked up. Like we were talking about learning from mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes. Well, they're going to learn from our mistakes. They're going to learn from our mistakes and they're going to yes. be people who grew up just like, I mean, just like every other really fucked up part of human civilization that people have managed to uh, overcome and avoid whether it's slavery or war with bows and arrows like they've figured out like that was not the way to do it let's move past this let's figure out what the folly of our ancestors was and let's let's adjust accordingly I, I agree with that long as we don't poison the earth long as we don't make saying if you're in arizona that's a hot spot like actually hot yeah we have a lot of water there you mm. have lots of water where you are well, just in general, Arizona has water. That's what, you know, you drive by those lawns and pools and Riverside and Palm Springs. That's Arizona water. Is it really? Yeah. I thought that shit was like Colorado filtered River. from River. Yeah. Yeah, you have all the mountain ranges around Arizona and down through Colorado, all that kind of filters that way. And that's that, uh, the Salton Sea. That's all because of that Colorado River. You ever fuck around with that place? Jen just went through there. She showed me a bunch of photos. It's pretty amazing. It's insane. Most people don't even know what it is. Yeah. There's an amazing documentary on it. She, wow, I just, she, just, she just bought it, so I'm going to watch it. It's fucking crazy. That used to be a place where everyone from Hollywood went. Like it, They would call it the Inland Riviera. 
like California's Riviera, and they would go there, and Sonny Bono, while he was alive, was trying to figure out a way to detoxify the water and pass bills, because a lot of it is runoff from the agriculture from north. Yeah. It's crazy. The people that live around there are just, it's just a rotten wasteland. Look at that. All the dead fish. The, there's, uh, sea, the, around the sea, there are, it's like sand, but it's white. And it's not sand. It's actually the bones of dead fish. Yeah. But it's so prevalent that you would think that it's sand. What a crazy-ass place that is. That's one of those places it smells where great. It's, it's worse all the time. And apparently if you're in Palm Springs during certain times of the year, it, it wafts over and hits you. Milli- they have d- d- dead zones where millions of tilapia will just wind up on the beach dead. And just rotting and smelling through. Have you seen all the grasshoppers in Vegas? Yes. It's crazy. That's that's in the Bible. Yeah. It's in the Bible. (laughs) That is. That's radar. That's what locusts are. Locusts are grasshoppers. Yes. So Jesus is trying to tell us something. Stay out of Vegas. (laughs) 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 Or don't. You can eat grasshoppers too. That's the other thing. They're they're quite tasty. Forgot about that part. Yeah. We'll, we will find a way to survive. Do you guys have uh, those uh, javelinas near you? Oh, yeah. That's a creepy little fucker, isn't it? Yeah. They're, they will tear up an entire vineyard in one night. Oh, will they really? Yeah, they're crazy. It's like the, you see a lot of guys in Texas that the boar are like running wild there. Mm-hmm. So they, they'll give you permits and you in a helicopter you go over the boar herd that's just destroying agriculture. They'll go over and they'll, they'll try to thin them out. But it's yeah. like... There's just no, there's no stopping it. We don't have that much of a problem with the javelina in Arizona, but it is a problem. Yeah, well, that's at least a wild, natural animal. It was introduced. Javelina was? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. By who? What piece not of shit brought that goddamn thing? Yeah, over I have there? no idea. I don't know, but it wasn't. It's not native to the area. It was brought in. I that's I that's what I was told. Oh, uh, so I need I'm, to I'm know that. By, it's a know, peccary. So. It looks like a pig, but it's a peccary, which yeah. is like a cousin oh, to a pig. Like but, a rat or something. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Between a rat and a pig somewhere. D- Doug Stanhope lives down in uh, Arizona, and he said his neighbor's dog got killed by a pack of javelina. Yeah, because the problem was the dog chased the javelina. The male flipped around while the, while the kids and the, and, the, and the other part of the herd took off, and he went, oh, and he, like, it gored him. Cause they, yeah, because we had a we had a Doug Argentino that almost uh, died because that's of a it. big dog, and that and that little not so little male javelina whipped around, and it's like trying to fight Mike Tyson. It's like it's this compact thing yeah. with spikes. They're a really unusual animal to hunt because they respond to calls the way you wish animals would respond to a call. Like if you're trying to call on an elk and you're like, meh, meh, they're like, hmm, maybe I'll come over there. Is that a chick? She's looking for some dick. They'll (laughs) they'll get close and they'll, they'll try to figure out which way the wind's blowing. With a javelina, what you do is you make these sounds like a wounded animal. Like they have these little predator calls where it's like... Well, you're making something like it's like something's writhing in agony and making noises, and they sprint towards it. Yeah. And then when they realize that it's not what they want, they try to turn around. That's when you shoot them. Right. But they they run like no other animal to a predator because they live in this horrible environment, in the desert, and it's all mountain lions and jaguars yeah. and whatever the fuck else yeah. lives out there. Yeah, they're weird too. You see them, and that there's a silhouette. And then they turn, and they're, like, thin. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Like, so if you try to shoot it head-on, the bullet's just going to bounce off that skull. 
they, they turn and you can like the, the side shots the way to get it but like they're it's like, like a flounder this, yeah, yeah it really is or weird it's a fucking strange is a is that a introduced animal it says that it migrated from like South America and Mexico up over a couple centuries, but mm. maybe someone brought it up first. Well, the pigs are. The pigs have only been here since the 1500s. The Spaniards, those crazy Europeans, they brought them over here for food. Like, we'll just let these pigs go. No one's going to care. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're in almost, you know, every, I think they're in every single county in Texas. Yeah. And they're making their way across the country. They're just de- devastating things. Yeah. They're in yeah. San Jose, Silicon Valley. People's lawns are getting torn up by wild pig populations. Yeah, not cool. But they're tasty. If you hit them right, because like, they have that, that gland, the gland yeah. that you, like, you, you process it wrong, and it's like, eh. You just got to know what you're doing. Just don't fuck around with their, their glands, just like men. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Please leave my glands away, alone. But you're, that desert environment is such an interesting thing because you think it's d- desolate, you think, but it's a really thriving ecosystem. Yeah, it really is. Our, like just the simple things like our herbs uh, and the tomatoes, things like that, they just they thrive. Yeah. They're very aromatic, uh, the basils and the, the, the rosemaries and things. It's just really intense, intense stuff. What kind of tomatoes do you grow? Do you grow like an heirloom style of tomato? Uh, well, that doesn't really grow well. The ones that really do well in our greenhouses are the little, like the cherries or little pear tomatoes, those little smaller, you know, smaller versions of tomatoes. They do really well. Why do they do better than the heirloom ones? I think that they're, as far as flavor, I like them. Mm-hmm. I think it's because just the size, the skin contact, you know, how much more compact they are. There's just more flavor in one tomato rather than the pulp being the flavor, I would imagine, the the skin in the outer part is actually more of the flavor than just the pulp. I got to get a greenhouse. I really do. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately because I've had vegetables. Like when I said I just got back from Italy, God damn, their tomatoes taste good. Yeah. I mean, you realize that tomato is actually a fruit. Yeah, and it tastes great. They're amazing. Yeah. But you get a tomato over here from the grocery store and it might as well be a tennis ball. I mean, yes. it, it bounces like a tennis ball. It lasts. <laughs> like, it lasts forever. Yeah, our tomatoes don't. You know, we, I, I pick them because we're going to eat them today or mm, tomorrow. That's yeah. It. That's the way to live, man. Yeah. That's how people are supposed to live. This goddamn waiting forever to eat your food while it just sits on a shelf is nonsense. Yeah. So, you know, I got, I got used to that now that we have the, the, the greenhouses going for the last couple of years. It's like you get that stuff. That's what we're making. Do you have well water? Uh, we're on the we're on the spring that comes down from Mingus Mountain. So ah. Jerome is on on spring water, and then we have Ooh. well down on the other sites. So your tap water, spring water. Mm-hmm. Wow. So do you have? Does anybody add anything to it? Probably, yeah, because it's a it's it's a town, so they probably right. have to treat it just to be safe. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But, but when I lived in Colorado, we had a well. We have yeah. two, we have three wells. I, like, you know, each, each site has a has its own well. Oh, okay. well so you get spring water from that. We have that. ditch rights because we have the, you know, we have the uh, Oak Creek and um, it's, it's at the Page Spring is right there. So we have water ditch rights that we actually irrigate the, the vineyard on those. But I went ahead and put in a well on every one of them just as a backup plan. Did you get a guy with a stick trying to figure out where the, the water is, the diviner mm-hmm. guy? Yep. Does that shit work? Works for us. How is that real? I don't know. 
I don't know. I had a buddy of mine who built a well on his property, and he had the guy come over with a stick. I'm like, I can't talk to you anymore. I want you got that guy I want to say, like, they know that there's a general area where the water is. <laughs> yeah. And there's some dude with a, with a cell phone in the corner going, watch, watch this. Okay, watch. <laughs> He's like, I think it's right here. But and it's, he does the thing. It's but a I've, time on practice. But I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it done where like he's just walking around. And all of a sudden, it just goes down. Like, oh, really? Let's go here. Yeah. How the fuck can I, that possibly be I real? I don't know. It's good. Here it is. Here's this guy. It's called water witching. Water wi- Oh, well, it's witchcraft. Look at this guy. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the way he's moving his hands. Fuck her too. She's full of shit too. Look at him. Oh, I ain't even. I'm not even controlling this. Right here. Right here. Huh? See it, see it, see it. <laughs> the fuck out of here with that. That's nonsense. That's like three card I, money. Hey, I've got, an asshole. <laughs> I've drilled four wells and they've all been four Maybe for four. We should just try to drill a well out of the fucking blue. Just flip just a somewhere. coin. Yeah, ten, ten paces <laughs> right here. Bam. Oh, look, a well. We're under a fucking a network of wells. Yeah. The only thing I worry about wells is every movie where there's bad people, they always throw the bodies in a well. Like the well, ours Quentin is, Tarantino hates You can't really fit the body down that. Oh, know, that's a good eight, eight inch casing. I think. But you can try. I mean, those people that have, have yourself a, a little meat grinder or some hogs, I guess you're good. Do you remember the well baby? The kid that fell down the well? It took like days to get him out. Mm-hmm. And then they got baby him Jessica, out. Baby Jessica. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. It was her, right? Yeah. I said him. Yeah. And she eventually became like a hot, hot broad. Here's another guy doing it. He's calling this <laughs> is called a douser. I might be, might be multiple names. Yeah, look at his sweater. I'm not douser. listening to this guy. See, ever. He has a, a bottle of water on the ground, and he's like proving. Well, how about we put a bottle of water where he doesn't know where it is? You <laughs> yeah, assholes. blind, you know, blind <laughs> yeah. him, right? Look, he's think? moving his arms. <laughs> this guy's a dipshit. He's like the worst magician ever. He's literally like <laughs> moving his arm. Nothing under my sleeve. And presto, watch his hands. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Melvin. <laughs> John Baker, John. professional dowser, professional hoser. He's a hoser, this guy. Yeah. This is the stick. That's the one. John, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm just, this is comedy. I'm sure you're real. I'm sure you would do, what you're doing is real, bro. Let me see. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. What? Oh, Jesus. Look at it. It's, it's moving down with my, coincidentally, my hands are thrusting down at the same time. Yeah. Nonsense. He's a professional dowser. What's the name of the religion? They have the snakes that bite them in the face. Pentecostals. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's one of those. Them, th- yeah, They're those, good at Those that. are my favorite. Those are the folks that talk in tongues. Mm-hmm. There's, no, Pentecostals talk in tongues. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm conflating them. I don't think they necessarily are the snake handlers. Well, I was, I was raised uh, Southern Baptist, and we did some tongues. Did you? Oh, yeah. Samalama ding dong. Yep. Did you do that? like that one. Really? I didn't say it like that because that would be a sin. <laughs> Do you know, uh, what's his name? Is it Robert Paulson? Is that the guy? He's like the slick back hair preacher. He does that. He'll just be on in the middle of talking about Jesus. Uh, Robert and, Tilton. That's right, Robert He's Tilton. Amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he has my, that's my, Bible! One of my all-time yeah, favorite quotes. Every time you write a check to me, Satan gets a black eye. <laughs> that's what he said. the farting preacher video? That's, yeah, that's him. Yeah. He, yeah. That's good. He's a dowser as well. Yes. He's out there in the backyard with some sticks. You have a flight to head back to your farm. Yes, sir. I think you have to leave quite quite soon. Pretty soon. So congratulations on the release of the Tool entire library, streaming everywhere. 
Um, congratulations on your vineyards and your wine and your yoga studio and your jiu-jitsu studio and my new Muay Thai bags. fucking crayon company and <laughs> your helicopter farm, whatever the fuck else you're doing. Right. Is there anything else you need to tell everybody about before I we get out of here? I don't know, man. I'm just so excited we finished this record. Well, listen, man, it's always great to see you even ever briefly. Next time I'm going to come to your place and eat. Okay. Tell me when is a good time and we'll figure it out and I'll I'll fly the missus up All there right. and we'll get some food and some Absolutely. wine. Absolutely. All, right. All right. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everybody.